And now, the Zions Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at Point Guard. I'm Mike Conley, number 10 of the Utah Jazz from THE Ohio State University. At Shooting Guard. Donovan Mitchell, 6'3 guard from the University of Louisville. At Small Forward. I'm Boyan Bogdanovich. I weigh 230, height 6'7. I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina, Mostar. At Power Forward. Royce O'Neal, Buckets O'Neal. Follow me on Twitter. And at Center. Rudy Gobert, number 27 from France. Zions Bank. They haven't forgotten who keeps them in business. Jazz are 12 and 8, 21st ranked offensive team, 11th ranked defensive team in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell leads the Jazz at 25 points a game. He's also second on the team in rebounding at five and second on the team in assists with four. Boyan Bogdanovich averages 22 points a game. Mike Conley averaging 14 points and five assists. And Rudy Gobert, 13 points and 14 rebounds. Royce O'Neal is your best three-point shooter at 47%. Tonight's opponent are led by Brett Brown, their head coach. 14 and six on the season, 16th ranked offense and fourth ranked defense in the NBA. They like to get in transition. They're the eighth best team in transition and play the most eight amount of positions. Joel Embiid leads them in scoring. Let's go to their starters. Jazz need to see some, whether it's Conley to Mitchell. Conley drives, kicks to Donovan, corner three, good. 73-43, Jazz by 30. Mitchell to Bojan, no good, rebound to Donovan. A long outlet, Bogdanovich at the cop, and he got it. Slam dunk for Bogdanovich. Donovan Mitchell grabbed it with two hands over his head and threw a 90-foot pass. The strength to do that is incredible. For anyone, Naruti. Donovan, minute 37 left. Donovan in the open floor. Bounces to Conley in the right corner. Bullets it down low to Gobert. What a catch in the finish. Jazz by two. Rudy Gobert catches Mike Conley's bullet above the traffic and lays it up and in. Tonight they'll have to do it against a tandem of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and a 76er team that's yet to lose at home. Embiid, Conley digs down, Embiid holding, puts a jab step, ball fakes, jab step again, now he puts it on the deck, fades back for a tough 20-footer and hit it, oh my. Wow, what do you do about that? The Jazz wrap the road trip in Philadelphia. It's the Jazz and the Sixers. Tip-off is now. David, I think a couple of things that we need to look for tonight, and in particular rebounding, that was something that they were very concerned with in game one against this team. And the other, like every team in the NBA, is transition defense. They want to make sure they get back and protect the paint. Why? Because Simmons... 
He scores, and that's the only place he scores is in the paint and in transition. 161 attempts at the rim already this year for him. So they get 17 transition opportunities a night, and they're very good at it. They get six of them off turnovers. Last night we saw Toronto get 11 off turnovers in the first half. So we got to avoid that. That's the one I'm going to watch, Ron. Got to take care of the basketball tonight and the live ball turnovers because Philadelphia will jump passing lanes, get out there, and do all those kind of things. They're 13th best in the league at forcing turnovers, but they love to get out. They're missing Josh Richardson tonight, which is a big deal to them. Philadelphia crowd, as they always do, boo the other team when they have the ball. And Rudy Gobert has it at the top of the key, and Embiid is in the paint. Here's Conley working the top. First play of the night doesn't materialize. So Conley runs a pick and roll with Gobert. A right hand floaters up and in for Mike Conley. Nice little slow pace setup there by Mike Conley. Jazz crushed the 76ers in the pick and roll in the last meeting. We'll see if they can do it again. Ben Simmons left side. O'Neal guarding. Simmons drives. Floats it over Gobert and scores. So Ben Simmons going to the basket early tonight. Tied at two. Got to make it hard on Simmons and Embiid. The criticism is that both of them don't fight through that little floater in the mid-range no good for donovan mitchell ben simmons to the front court six foot ten plays the point guard mitchell picks him up he drives into the teeth of defense floats it up no good rebound donovan simmons against toronto early was stunningly passive and then got going bogdanovich has to pop out to the right wing because they top blocked him on the other side alvaron explain that in a minute Cross-court pass to O'Neal. O'Neal brings a left-hand dribble over to Conley, who drops it out of bounds when it's knocked away by Korkmaz. What does the top block mean, Ron? The top block? Like when teams are denying Bogdanovich to get out. So what's the answer to that? They're just overplaying the top. They're just keeping it from going one one direction or the other. Bogdanovich gets into the lane. Now takes a free-throw line, high-arcing jumper, and it's good. 4-2 Utah. He's very good in that range. 10 for 21. Anywhere around that free throw line this year. Al Horford will conduct from the free throw line where he's very comfortable as a distributor and it's pass is stolen by Conley. Conley's out in front. Conley to the window. Nice easy layup for Mike. Four early points for Mike Conley tonight. Had a great third quarter as the Jazz had 15 assists in their comeback attempt in that third quarter alone. Embiid right block. Pushed out. He had a shot 31% against Gobert the last matchup. He bumps, he backs, he powers inside. He misses with the left hand, but a foul on Gobert. I just don't like officiating that way. I mean, if they're going to let Embiid or any just keep backing you in and, and putting a shoulder into you to the point where Embiid gets right underneath the basket. I mean, that's just... He just shoves Rudy to the bottom, and then Rudy's right arm is up, but it's not holding verticality, so he gets called with a foul. Yeah, that's to me, that's not fair. Joel Embiid at the free throw line. He also found by Luke and Bob Mute. Pascal Siakam last night. There was a basketball without borders in Africa. And Luke Mbamute has been the one who's kind of led the way for the African expansion. Both free throws are good. He got to the line against the Jazz a good deal last time. But as I mentioned, he shot when guarded by Gobert in the last matchup. Embiid shot just 31%. Backdoor cut by Bogdanovich, cut off by Embiid. He's as good a defensive force inside as Gobert is. Here's Bogdanovich driving, kicks out past to O'Neal. Bullets it down low to Gobert. He goes up from four feet out. He finishes and he's fouled. What a great look. And that's the ball movement they were talking about, the coaches were talking about before the ball game. I mean, you get the defense scrambling. The way the Jazz offense is structured, you're going to get 
high percentage shots. Royce O'Neal threw that pass from the right wing to Gobert on the left side of the rim. Utah Jazz play-by-play call is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Now through the end of the year, get triple rewards on all purchases made with your Golden West Rewards Visa card. Apply now at gwcu.org. We'll take care of you. 9-4 Utah. Nice start. Al Horford, right-hand drive, cut off by O'Neal. Now turns his right shoulder into him and bumps and backs on the smaller, playing in the post up and hooks it up and in. Philadelphia, as I mentioned in the open, one of the few teams in the league that plays more than 10% of their possessions in post up. The post up really gone from this game. Bogdanovich gets to the dotted line, puts up a right hand shot, no good. Rebound comes down to Harris. Yeah, they're a very big basketball team. This is one of the bigger transition. Lineups. Sorry, Ron. Ben Simmons driving at Bogdanovich and he's fouled. There's transition opportunity number one of the night for the 76ers, and it will put Ben Simmons on the free throw line, and that's what the Jazz trying to slow down. Get the feeling that Ben Simmons, well, he only had two points against the Jazz, if my numbers are still correct, in that first ball game, and he got two in that first quarter and did not score for the rest of the night. Kind of got hurt, though, in that game. He did get hurt in that game. Ben Simmons misses the first free throw. He's not a comfortable free throw shooter. His career's at 59%. He misses both. This one's such a brick, it comes off the back handle to Horford. Horford now in the left block. Last time he was in the right block, working on O'Neal. Jazz drop off their three-point shooters. Kick out to Korkmaz, he hits. The one three-point shooter they have on the floor is Fermaz Korkmaz, and he hits the shot. They are playing without Josh Richardson tonight, who is their most common three-point shooter. High pick and roll. Conley works it to the lane. Stops in the paint, pushes it back out to O'Neal. Donovan at the top. Guarded by Simmons. He'll just take a wide open three, but he swirls it out. Embiid with the board. Tied at 9, 8.47 left in the first quarter here in Philadelphia. Nice wall. Joel Embiid, deep three left side is perfect. He likes that side of the floor, 7 for 21 from that range. He's only 31% on the season, so that's a slight uptick from that. Here comes Bogdanovich driving, floats it back out to Conley, right wing, left wing to O'Neal, bounces into Gobert. Gobert trying to play a post game, off balance, trying to work it against Embiid, misses, gets his own rebound, puts it back up and in. Here comes Ben Simmons, rookie of the year in 17-18, much to the dismay of most Jazz fans. He works to the right elbow, flares it out to Embiid. They have all five guys inside the three-point line while they run this set, which is unusual. Flips it back out to Harris. Six on the shot clock. Nothing happening. Embiid in the post. Straightens up on Gobert. Ball fakes. Now takes a fadeaway jumper. Misses. Offensive rebound. Horford over Bogdanovich. Back up and in. Philadelphia is number one in the league in defensive rebounding. Number six in the league in offensive rebounding. Jazz have actually been a very good defensive rebounding team this year. 14-11. Here's O'Neal. Left-hand dribble drive all the way to the window. High arcing. Layup is good as he got it through Embiid's outstretched right arm. 14-13. All, all Zion's bank starters have scored other than Donovan Mitchell. Tobias Harris pull-up jumper is good from the free throw line. And now all five Philadelphia 76ers starters have scored. Conley, quick drive. at Korkmaz to the window. Missed it. Mike has not gone to the rim much this year. Fast break. Harris stopped by O'Neal. And fouled by O'Neal. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org. Jazz have no injuries, but they have a bunch of guys down with the Stars who are home three times this week. They are won five in a row. Go check them out. Playing great. Terrell Brantley, Mia One, Justin Wright Foreman, all there. And the 76ers without Josh Richardson. 
Driving the basket, Ben Simmons, awkward shot, no good. Rebound comes out to the Jazz. Donovan on the run. Simmons reaches from behind, knocks it away. Live ball turnover. Outlet stolen by Conley. Simmons knocks it away, runs out of bounds with it, dives over the lady in the front row. Does a push-up off the second row. And if there was somebody in that seat, they have been evaporated. And they are gone. They have been eliminated by Ben Simmons. Or he found the one seat in the building that did not have anybody in the front row right now. Or that person has been absolutely taken away from the world. I have no idea. But I'm guessing there was nobody there in the first place. Time out on the floor. 76ers 16, Jazz 13. Thanks for taking time with us on your drive home this afternoon. We'll come back with more action on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Well, I think Simmons in particular, you know, because as you said, they have him be back there, but really they have rim protection in like three positions. So it's, uh, you have to be really, really precise. You know, when you're passing the ball, you have to use, use pass fakes. You know, you have to, you, you can't float passes. They have to be crisp and accurate because the windows that you have to pass through are smaller because of their size. That is your New Skin Jazz Sound Flash, brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. New Skin, discover the best you. Quinn Snyder talking about Philadelphia's defense. 16-13 here, Sixers lead the Jazz by three. Foul on Ben Simmons, off the ball, throwing Rudy Gobert to the ground. That's his first as Bogdanovich comes off a Gobert pick in the lane. High lob to Rudy, who can't catch it. James Ennis in the game for the 76ers. First substitution, he outlets to Tobias Harris, who attacks Bogdanovich, misses at the rim. Gobert sprints back for the rebound. Jazz crushed the 76ers in the pick and roll last time. These two teams met. Ingles, pick and roll to the window. Little scoop, no. Gobert gets the rebound. Back up and in. Joel Embiid is out of the game. Al Horford now plays the center. Horford much more active offensively when Embiid's off the floor. He's almost absent when Embiid's on the floor. Ennis, right side three, no good. Gobert rebounds. This team does not take a lot of threes. Pushing ahead, Bogdanovich drives by Harris to the window. Reverse side layup. He got blocked on the bottom of the rim. Can't try to come up on the weak side there. Simmons, big Euro steps to the lane, then throws it to nobody. Ingles steals it. Melbourne on Melbourne robbery. Fast break the other way. Bogdanovich goes to dunk. Horford blocks it. Skip ahead, Tobias Harris. Left corner, fires the three. No good. Offensive rebound tapped away from Horford, picked up by O'Neal. Jazz down by one, 16-15. Ingles in the gold uniforms. Gives it off to O'Neal, slicing the basket, layup good. Jazz moving and attacking well. Take a 17-16 lead. Well, that's what they thought was really important against this team. This is a very big team, and they should be able to... Korkmaz, three no good. First substitution for the Jazz. Getting ready to check in is Dante Exum. Well, Dante plays fast. Not Emmanuel Moutier tonight. Left block, Bogdanovich. Bumps, backs, no double team comes in the post. Brett Brown talked about this pregame. He drop steps him and scores. Bogdanovich puts the Jazz up 19-16. Donovan Mitchell check out early here. We'll see if he comes back, plays with the second unit like he had previously. Harris, one-on-one, kick out to Horford for a straightaway three good. And Al Horford does everything. That's what we talked to Quinn about in the pregame show tonight is just his amazing versatility. Quinn had him in Atlanta. He was the guy that held Atlanta together and then the Celtics together. Tight curl by Bogdanovich, stolen by Simmons. Fast break opportunity here for the 76ers. In transition comes Simmons. Right side Harris for three. Good. 22-19, there it is. Live ball turnovers by the Jazz. 
leading to turnovers, leading to fast breaks, and they're down 22-19 timeout on the floor. 4.15 left here in the first quarter. 76ers 22, Jazz 19 on the Jazz Radio Network. The 76ers leading the Jazz. One thing to watch tonight is pace of play. Sixers like to play a game at over 100 possessions. Last time the two teams played, the Jazz kept the game below that. Right now, our pace is at 111. So this is a very fast game right now. And leading you to wonder whether that might be advantageous to the 76ers, meaning they're getting out and running, which the Jazz would like to stay, keep them away from. That right there was their first fast break points of the night. Donovan Mitchell checks back into the ball game. Jeff Green, Ed Davis, Dante Exum and Joe Ingles. So Exum and Ingles, the Australian backcourt along with Ed Davis, Jeff Green and Donovan Mitchell. Green, top to Davis. Gives it back to Donovan. Donovan at the free throw line for a mid-range pull-up jumper is good. What you have to be concerned with with Simmons. He runs up behind you and he has a long arm. That's how he came up with the deflection against Boyan a few minutes ago. And he just tried to do it with Donovan Mitchell. Well, he has the most steals of anyone in the league. Horford powering through Ed Davis in the lane. Kicks out to Ennis. Nice close Ennis out. crosses over on Donovan. Great defense. Knocks the ball away. Out of bounds. Jazz ball. Nice close out there by Donovan Mitchell. Officials tonight signed to us by Adam Silver. We didn't have a choice. Kane Fitzgerald, Ben Taylor, and Justin Van Dyne. 22-21, 76ers by 1, 335 left. Donovan comes to get it from Ed Davis on the right side of the floor off the pick and roll. Simmons defending, step back, tough, mid-range fadeaway, no good. Simmons works the right side. 6-10, guarded by Dante. Two of them childhood friends out to Horford. Ball fakes Davis, works his way to the lane and lays it up and in. Al Horford. The master of tricks. Yeah, you close out on him on the right hand. Davis closed out, let him go right. Dante driving into the lane. Throws it back out to Jeff Green. Ball movement is stopped now. Green penetrates to the window. Nice layup up and in. 24-23. Simmons, who played in his first All-Star game last year, finds a trailing Horford, the five-time All-Star. Fires the three and hits. And that's by design. Absolutely. They love that in transition with Horford. Every now and then you'll see Joel Embiid take that shot there as well. 27-23. Jazz defense needs to tighten up. Not having a very good quarter. Hasn't had a very good trip. Low pick and roll for Donovan. Comes off Davis. Puts up the right-hand floater. Misses it. I don't like either of the last two shots on his end, Ron. I don't want to labor it, but this is where the ball's not moving. As Simmons now comes the other way and Dante fouls. Like, those are one-pass possessions into a pick-and-roll. Donovan's taking a mid-range shot with 14 on the shot clock. Everything Quinn's talking about is pop, 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 pop. There's no pop in the ball right there. Yeah, it's not, that's not like it was at the start of the ballgame anyway. The problem that happened earlier this year when Donovan played with the second unit is he felt this almost obligation to shoot every single time. And when Donovan's been on the floor with the second unit, we've scored less than a point of possession offensively. 27-23. Howell Neto in the game, guarded by Dante Exum. Howell, everybody's one of everybody's favorite. And a foul on Joe Ingles as Korkmaz goes to the dribble. Donovan, Joe also just got hit in the nose. Free throws. And Korkmaz will go to the line. 
Jazz down by three. Jazz defense has slipped to 11th in the NBA. And so far tonight, Ron, the 76ers are scoring one point, rounding up, 1.3 points per possession. The standard we want is if the Jazz can keep it under one, they'll win. It's very hard to do, but that's where they were early in the season. And 1.3 is really high. The worst in the league is about a 115. They're at 126 right now. 29-23, Sixers by six. Sixers are the third best first quarter team in the league, so this is not surprising. Ingles comes to get the ball, gets it at the free throw line. Now retreats back out. Donovan comes back to get it. Hands off, Donovan in the lane, big steps. Nice wraparound pass to Ed Davis. Dribbles once, then puts up a left-hander, no good from four feet out on the left side. 29-23, Jazz down six. Neto swings it over to Korkmaz. And Bede is back in the game, and Ed Davis is doing the best he can at much lighter weight. 270 to 205, and Bede left side. Jabs, now he bumps, and he backs, and he gets stymied, and he twirls, and he hooks, and he airballs. Nice defense from Ed Davis. Jeff Green, open court, kicks to the corner to Exum. Exum falling out of bounds, does fall out of bounds. Jazz down by six. Jazz, when they went to the bench, were down 22 to 19. Neto driving on Exum. Exum steals it and then falls out of bounds with the ball again. Not falls out of bounds, but has the ball in his hands as he goes out of bounds. Last time he literally had to go high up the ladder and came down out of bounds. This time... Stripped it away from Neto, but it was in his lap as he fell out of, as he stepped out of bounds. 13 on the shot clock, 111 left in the quarter. No secret, Jazz struggling with their rotation, but Brett Brown was talking about his rotation there as well. Embiid driving, powers, dunks, and then talks trash to Ed Davis. 8.76er advantage. Donovan. Left-hand drive, into the lane, stops, gives it back to Dante. Ball fakes a three, drives, stolen away by Cork, by Thibel, but Dante runs it back down. 44 seconds on the shot clock. Dante gives it off to Donovan. High arcing three, no good. Donovan goes to one for six. That was a tough look. Sixers are on a 15-4 run, and Embiid trailing. Thinks about a three, then thinks better of it. Goes one-on-one on Davis, spins in the middle. Ingles comes over and steals it. Beautiful play by Joe. 26 seconds left in the quarter. Four-second separation. Jeff Green resets. Ingles up by the 7 of the 76er logo. It's red. Is the 7. The 6 is in blue. Jazz are in their gold uniforms. They've won just once all year in these uniforms. Trail by 8 here at the first. 10 seconds left. Ingles comes off a Davis pick. Attacks Embiid. Comes around inside. Ball fakes once, twice, three times. It gets it blocked the fourth. And then Donovan Mitchell reaching in and a shot clock violation on the Jazz. 3.5 seconds left. The offense has really slowed down. Davis just has, he doesn't have enough weight for Embiid. No, he does not. 285 and 218, that's, that's not going to get it. Inbound, Neto driving, buzzer shot, no good. So the Jazz trail by eight at the end of one. The 76ers close the quarter on a 15-4 run to take the 31-23 lead on the Jazz Radio Network.
Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Left block, Bogdanovich. Bumps, backs, no double team comes in the post. Brett Brown talked about this pregame. He drop steps him and scores. Bogdanovich puts the Jazz up 19-16. Embiid, driving, powers, dunks, and then talks trash to Ed Davis. Utah Jazz trail at 31-23 at the end of one. That's your America First game summary. America First. For financial services, visit AmericaFirst.com for details. Three ball for Mike Scott. Swirls around, no good. Back tapped out by 76ers. I'll set roll call for you, but the Sixers in their blue uniforms with white sides have the ball. They're double teaming Embiid in the post. Cross court to Neto. Neto drives at Dante, stops, fires the three, and hits. Howell Neto puts the 76ers up by 11, 31-23, and they howl across the arena. It's surprised that he's in the lineup. Well, Are you? Beat out Traber. Yeah. Donovan. Yeah. Had a tough first quarter. Floats up another mid-range shot and misses another one. Jazz have taken eight mid-range shots and two threes so far. 34-23. Neto driving on Exum to the window. No good. Loose ball rebound out to the free throw line where Jeff Green picks it up. Jazz introducing Green attacks and beat all the way to the window and lays it up and in. He is really good so in transition. good at that. Regardless of who's there, he gets higher up above the rim. To He's make just that a very a soft layout. Amazing athlete for 33 years old. He looks 24 out there. And B, left elbow jumper over Ed Davis, no good. Those are the possessions that drive 76er fans crazy. Because Embiid's got a 70-pound weight advantage on Davis and has been crushing him, so he takes an outside jumper. Here's Exum, gives it to Davis, back to Ingles. Davis tries to set a pick to free Ingles, and Cork Moss fouls Davis. Leading scores tonight, Al Horford has 12. Joel Embiid has seven. Tobias Harris has five. Rudy Gobert has seven points and seven rebounds for the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell's one of seven. Jazz shot distribution's not very good in the first part of this ballgame. They have taken only two of 26 shots from three. It's a tough way to live in this day and age. Donovan will take one here off the bounce and miss. Donovan's one of eight. Jazz are 0 of three. Donovan's the only person who's taken a three. 34-25. Thurl Bailey will join us here in a second from the AT&T Sports Desk. Thibel, mid-range jumper left side, no good. Rebound tapped by Green over to Ingles. Bounces ahead to Dante. Dante's yet to take a shot in six minutes. Works in the lane and travels. Forced turnover. He just wasn't sure where he was going to go. Thurl, what are you seeing so far? Well, in that first quarter, I, I saw uh, some bad possessions offensively by the Jazz where they kind of got stuck and caught in the paint, nowhere to go with it, and just, uh, you know, not enough ball movement. And also saw uh, Horford being a problem, stretching out at the three-point line. Jazz trail at 34-25. Tobias Harris, right elbow jumper up and in. The Jazz had scored 19 points. It was 22-19 when they went to the bench. Since then, they've been outscored 14-6. to And a foul on Thibel and another Ed Davis pick. Well, this is a pick that's set by Ed Davis. He's setting a good pick, but they're just trying to run right through him. And that's twice, well, three times. The first time they didn't, they didn't call it when Ben Simmons went through him, but the last two times, 
<laughs> They're just trying to go right through Ed Davis at 218 pounds. Dante Exum checks out. Seven minutes, one assist, one turnover. Minus eight while he was on the floor as Mike Conley comes back. Donovan back cuts left side, slides underneath the baseline, kicks out to G. Right corner three, no good. Jazz have missed their only four three-point attempts of the night. That was their first catch and shoot of the night. 36-25, Jazz down by 11. Tobias Harris, pick and roll, working left to right. Snakes back to his left hand, gives it to him, beat outside the three-point line, fires and misses. 36-25, Jazz with the ball. High pick and roll. And Ed Davis now gets called for an offensive foul for hooking Korkmaz on the pick. Ron, I know it's tiring to go to the post. And I know it's a lot of work. But, like, Embiid has dunked on Ed Davis and laid it up and in. He's now, And then his last two possessions were 20-foot shots or a three. It's amazing. I mean, it's like he's not thinking the game and does not go back to I mean, the advantage that he has. Or a hat, because now Rudy's checked back in the ball. The criticism from people that know is if you make it hard on Simmons or hard on Embiid, they'll take the easy route out. That they're not willing to fight through it the way a Giannis or somebody is. Korkmaz, right wing for the Sixers, who are up 11 as Rudy Gobert re-enters. Tobias Harris working left side. Off the bounce three, no good. Embiid tries to work in for the rebound. Jeff Green does a remarkable job holding him off. And the Jazz get the rebound and run. Rudy's at the rim. He's fouled and finishes. Korkmaz with a foul. Nice find by Mike Conley. Really, Jeff Green on the other side, Ron, had to switch over onto... Joel Embiid and did a marvelous job holding him off the boards when he was committed to getting the offensive rebound. That's what I mean by thinking the game. And Thurl, you know this better than anyone. I mean, big guys like that, you got to put a body on on guys that like to go to the to the offensive glass. Oh, no question about it. And you got to love the steal too by Rudy Gobert in the paint over a smaller guy and, and Mike Conley trusting that and throwing it over the top. And B checks out. Horford checks in. They'll split their minutes other than when they start. Gobert misses the free throw. Jazz down nine. Simmons backdoor cut to Ennis. Cut off nicely by Ingles. Out to Feibel. Feibel's not much of an offensive player. Kick over to Horford for three. He is. Five-time All-Star Al Horford is six for six tonight from the field. With 15 points and three of three from three. And the Jazz have allowed 7 of 12 from 3 so far. Conley, pick and roll with Gobert. In the lane, right-hand floater. Top spins off the side of the rim. Rebound to Horford. Simmons to the front court. Leaves behind for Horford, who, as I mentioned, is yet to miss. Horford, out of the Dominican Republic. Hands off to Harris, who got Jeff Green in the air and a foul on it. Green. Al Horford is not only 6 for 6. He's not only a 5-time All-Star. Thurl, he's not only got 15 points. He's not only like everyone's favorite as ever coached. He married Miss Universe. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> I mean, really. How about, how about Miss Universe married him? I don't know. He Whatever the case. He, <laughs> he married Miss Universe and then accomplished all those other things. <laughs> well, like... <laughs> That's a great question. Did he marry Miss Universe or did Miss Universe marry Al Horford? They're married, though, right? Yeah, they are married. But I'm going with he Look. married Miss Universe because he's not like he's not like Mr. NBA. She's Miss Universe. Come on, man. I'm sure he's got a charming quality. He's kind of cute, you know, a man's man. Al Horford defending Mike Conley. And Conley shuffles his feet and travels. 
Got to stop picking up his dribble until he's ready to make the pass. Do you think he knows where he's going with the basketball yet? Yeah, that's the problem I think we're having right now. Jazz down by 13, 7.39 left in the second quarter. Ben Simmons comes up the front court. Jeff Green defending him below the dotted line. Hands it off to Horford. The offense starts low, but the Sixers have almost all five guys inside the three-point line. Here's Harris. He penetrates into the window, puts it off the glass. No good. Al Horford grabs the offensive rebound going over the back of Royce O'Neal, and they call it. So the Jazz are at that kind of dangerous, that 12, 13-point mark is kind of a potential tipping point for teams, especially home teams, to get a run and Jazz don't want to see themselves in that situation. The Jazz especially coming off right of last night. Sorry, the Jazz offense right now is the problem. They they are 0-4 from 3. They have one free throw. Bogdanovich takes a 3 and airballs it. Hits the glass, no rim. 0 for 5. The Jazz have no 3s and one free throw right now. Trialing 3 by Harris, no good. And the Jazz offensive rating right now is a 76. Thurl and Ron, what is going on? We thought this team was going to be great offensively. Floater by Conley, no good. Tip by Gobert, no. Rebound Horford. Last night, the Jazz missed 8, 17 of 18 shots, and they're doing it again. Left side, three, Thibel up and in. Quinn Snyder, timeout. Wow. They search. For that transition three, Ben Simmons does a great job. He's set Thibault up, and he's also set Ben Horford up there with the trailer three. And now 43 to 27. That's, uh, that's that lead you were talking about, Thurl. Yeah, and, it's, you know, I, I, I'm not making excuses, but, you know, when you have a third quarter like you did last night and expend that much energy trying to get back into a game, uh, there's going to be some residual effect in the, on the back-to-back, no question about it. But that's when your defense has to be a little bit tougher. You're not shooting well, I get that. But for Horford to shoot wide open threes, uh, that, that, there's just no, no excuse for that. The defense, I mean, we, it's kind of irrelevant, but we can go back around in. Second quarter, by the way, commercial free, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The game is 24-23 when Jeff Green makes a shot. Since then, since the 254 mark, the Jazz are 2 of 13 shooting. And they haven't been to the free throw line in that span, and they haven't hit a three in that span. So, I mean, that's 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 13 possessions. I, haven't, I don't know if there's any turnovers in there, in which they have four points. 14 possessions, 15 possessions, 16 possessions. The Jazz have four points, 17 possessions, because those are the terms. Four points in 17 possessions. I mean, that's, that's you, not, you can't play defense if you're doing that offensively. And that's not going to win any basketball games for you. That Thurl was talking about that ball game in Toronto last night. They got, what, 40 to 17 in the third quarter, I mean, second quarter, rather. And, you know, you would think that the ball game was over about then. Let me go back, Thurl, to where we opened the broadcast tonight. Jazz are the fourth best catch and shoot three point shooting team in the league. They take the fewest catch and shoots of anyone in the league. They take the fourth fewest three catch and shoots, and they're one of the lowest teams in the league in assists. What is going on with this group that they cannot get assists and they cannot get the shots they're good at? That's a good question. I mean, as an athlete, you just, you know, yeah, it's been a long road trip, but there's certain things that 
you've got to be consistent at. And an offense is one of those things that it's tough to read because one guy may be on, one guy might be off, a couple of guys might be on. You've got two guys for the Jazz scoring 20 points plus in Donovan and, and Bogdanovich. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just have to go back to the defensive end. Yeah, I know the offense is important and you've got to be able to score. But yeah, I, I still think it's, it's kind of the great equalizer. If you can keep teams from shooting as well as they want to shoot, the game's still going to be close. Can I argue with you on this one? You can argue with me on anything. Bogdanovich gets his shot blocked in the corner. I'll explain my thought here in a second. Fast break the other way. Harris gets the lane, bounces to Simmons, layup good. 45-27. The Jazz defensive rating right now, Thurl, is a 115, which is not great for them. Ideally, we'd want them at 100. That'd be hard to do tonight, but Jeff Green left wide open, unguarded for three, and he airballs it. Jeff Green has airballed four three-point shots in three games. But he had two, three last night, correct? Two of the night before, two one last night. And, but so, Thurl, even if the Jazz were playing great defense, they would be at a hun- one point per possession. The offense right now is at .68 points per possession. We'd still yeah, be I'm down not... 12 or so if our defense was good. Yeah, you look at the numbers, and, and, and obviously there's there's a lot to that, but what do you want the Jazz to be, and who are they? Are, 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 you want them to be a great offensive team first, or a great defensive team first? Harris drives, blocked by Gobert, fast break, Royce O'Neal knocked down by Ben Simmons in transition. And, and if you Simmons ask Quinn that question, what would he say? If We'd say we're going to be a great defensive team, but you have to be a you've got to be a a, a prominent offensive team. Yeah, I, I get that. And you've got guys who can do that, but you're not going to be that every night. I'm going to tell you that right now. But what you can be every night is consistent defensively because you're going to get some points off that. I mean, I haven't looked at the stats. How many points have the Jazz scored off their defense? They're going to review this timeout by Philadelphia. They're reviewing, or they're going to challenge this call. 5.43 left here in the second quarter. Mark Miller Subaru is honored to be the only Subaru retailer in Utah to be recognized with the Subaru of America's greatest honor, Retailer of the Year. Only three other stores in the country have received this distinguished honor. Learn more about what makes Mark Miller Subaru so special today by visiting markmillersubaru.com. 45-27 is the score. The Jazz are down 18. With 5.43 left, this review is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Reviewing injury cases, helping people in Utah for over 30 years. They're going in transition. Royce O'Neal dribbles into Ben Simmons and lifts up his left arm to make contact with this. There's a chance they could overturn this and call it an offensive foul. I think they are. I mean, it was it's plain as day that, that Royce did dribble into Ben Simmons. And, and the thing is that the, the official with the worst angle made the call. So I think they're going to overturn this. It's going to be an offensive foul on Royce O'Neal. So the Jazz thought they had transition off of the defense that Thurl was talking about. And instead, they end up with a fast break, now an offensive foul. Thurl, the point I think you have in this conversation that's worth that, that I would now flip sides because I would have been really good in debate class is we play the most possessions of any team in the NBA in the half court. And we've got to get out of this half court every possession because it's just not efficient. We're not bad at it. We're not great at it. We're about 
middle of the pack, but we play more possessions in half court. So if we can be better defensively, in theory, we should run. But honestly, for the first half of the season, we were the number one defensive team in the league, and we were still last in the NBA in amount of possessions in the half court. So I'm actually not sure that this team can run. Well, they definitely want to play fast. I mean, you, you hear the coaches enough talking about pushing the ball up the floor. They worked on it. They talk about running the floor, making sure you're, you, you're wide, and so there's spacing, and so if you need to dribble all the way to the basket, you can. And then with Rudy being the trainer, I mean, they have a system to run the break and play fast, just that they seem not, not to get into it. Offensive foul on Neal. Thorough, any final? We'll give you the last word. I don't do that very often, but I'll let you have the last word. <laughs> no, I think we both have some valid points there. I mean, the Jazz are the kind of team that if we know the things that get the Jazz in rhythm, ball movement, good playmaking, we just haven't seen that. I mean, we, we haven't seen the ball move enough and make Philly uh, play some defense on, on both sides. Thank you very much, Big T. Catch Big T and more of the analysis on AT&T Sportsnet. Jazz offense is in the doldrums. They have four points in 20 possessions. Down low, Simmons pass knocked away by Donovan, picked up by Conley. Stolen in the backcourt. Alley-oop, Ben Simmons slam dunk. Down 20. 5.15 left in the second. Donovan, no pass possession, pull-up jumper, no good. One for nine. Jazz have four points in 22 possessions. Ben Simmons blows by the defense, lays it up and in, down 22. Bogdanovich pushing, travels, they don't call it, instead he turns it over. Fast break the other way, Harris down the middle of the lane, rotates to the corner, and his ball fakes a three, now fires and hits. Down 25. 4.34 left. Our Tonka truck has fallen apart. And I didn't think Tonka trucks fell apart. 4.26 left. Jazz down 25. 29 to 8 run. Conley mid-range jumper. No good. Jazz are 0 of 7 from 3. Shooting 35%. They have 4 points. In... An eternity. Ennis misses as they go the other way. This game was close at one point. 24-23. And since then, it's a disaster as Donovan scores. A 28-6 run now. The Jazz get their second, third field goal since the 2.54 mark. In 11 minutes of basketball, the Jazz had three field goals. Harris. Fadeaway jumper left side, no. The Jazz are scoring less than 0.6 points per possession. Donovan, big steps to the lane, scoops and scores. Donovan goes to two of a, three of 11 with back to back baskets. Jazz do not have a three point shot yeah, that has gone 0, in. 0 for 2 in the first quarter. Can't imagine the last time the Jazz won a half of basketball without a three. Borford, ball fakes Gobert, he bites. Kick out to Ennis, angle right three, good, and a foul on Bogdanovich. 
This group has to be shook, right? Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, is now you're down 57 to 31, at, and you're playing catch up. Uh, you're playing catch up against a team that is playing very well, and you're struggling. How do you get it back? Who has not lost at home? Yeah. The Jazz played very well in the third quarter last night in Toronto. Three-point play, free throws, no good. Outscoring Toronto 49 to 30. Can they do that again? Jazz came into second quarters 29th out of 30 in the league offensively, and it shows again tonight. Donovan's three, no good, and he's fouled. The minute the Jazz, this has been an issue all year, and Quinn's tried everything. The minute the Jazz go to the bench, Ron, they lose their rhythm. And it just falls apart in a hurry. Yeah, we, we've talked about this and, and the fact that Quinn is really struggling, trying to find a uh, combination out there on the floor, trying to find something that keeps the Jazz from losing when, they, when they're on the floor. Donovan misses the first free throw. Jazz are one of three at the line, 0 of seven from three. 2.56 left. The last time the Jazz played a half of basketball without a three was April 5th. First half of basketball was April 5th of 2016 against the San Antonio Spurs. They trailed 42-37 at the half. Ben Simmons' offensive foul coming the other way. Donovan now has eight points after he makes two of the three free throws. April 5th, 2016 was the last time the Jazz went a first half without a three. They've done it twice since the 2015-16 season. The other time was at Miami. They went 0 of 9. Conley gives to Bogdanovich at the top. And a reach-in foul on Ennis. And now they're getting really aggressive. Nice job there by Boyan to get to the free throw line. Jazz have trail at 57-33 here in the second quarter. Not a lot of assists tonight again. Just seven. Every time the Jazz do have an assist, Larry H. Miller dealerships donate $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities, driven by you. Bogdanovich makes the free throw. The last time the Jazz went through a half of basketball without a three was the second half of Portland in 2018. They went 0 of 10 that night, February 23rd, 2018. How will Neto high pick with 2.38 left in the quarter? The Jazz down 57-35. There's a single coverage. Embiid left block. He struggled against Gobert. He ball goes all the way inside and then fades away and misses. Rudy defends him well. Down low, Donovan. Hands to Rudy, drops the pass, and then fouled on top of the head. Jazz in the quarter... Shooting 27%, 4 of 15, 0 of 5 from 3, and are now getting to the free throw line to try to create some sort of offense. 
Gobert goes to the line. As Rudy goes to the line, Rudy tells us about, as he was growing up, what were the things that set him apart from the other kids? I always love to do things that most people don't do, you know. I think that's, you know, if you want to be different, you want to be better, you have to do things, you have to do things differently than other people. And I always listen to all the coaches, all the people that help me, but at the same time, I was trying to, you know, be myself. And, and I think it's great, you know, I always have fun trying some new stuff. And, you know, it doesn't have to be basketball, just trying new stuff in general. Gobert misses the second free throw after making the first. He has nine, ten points and nine rebounds. Jazz are down by 21, 57-36 with 2.13 left in the second quarter. If the Jazz can finish this quarter strong and take something into the locker room to start the third quarter. Mid-block left, Embiid gives it back up to Scott. Right side to Ennis, hand off to Neto. Two minutes left in the quarter, five on the shot clock. Neto tries to throw a pass down low to Embiid. It goes off his hands out of bounds. Jazz have... Conley, Mitchell, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Gobert on the line, on the field. Conley bounces to Gobert, attacks the basket, foul, but shot won't go, and back to the line for more. Jazz players that have struggled this year, hoping to get rhythm. Mike Conley is two of six tonight. Joe Ingles is zero of two, so neither of them have found their rhythm. Dante Exum came in, played seven minutes to lead the bench unit. Was feckless. Ed Davis the same. Gobert misses the free throw. Jazz are six of ten at the line. Down 57-36. 1.50 left in the second quarter. Rudy missed three in a row in Toronto last night. And misses this. Misses another three consecutive three throws. Jazz been outscored in the second quarter 26 to 13. 57 36. Embiid holds on to it. Fakes the handoff to Neto. Now gives it to him. Conley knocks at it and fouls him. Jazz are shooting 4 of 15 in the second quarter without a three pointer. Jazz came into the quarter as the 29th ranked offense in the NBA in second quarters. And not only that, they've been averaging close to about 31 a game here this year. They can't even get a three up tonight. Neto gets in the lane, gets caught, loops it back out to Embiid. Left corner, Thibel's wide open for three and hits. They, they getting listening to some of the beat writers. This is a player that they really like and think he should be playing more. Donovan, left-hand dribble, kicks out to... Drive by Mitchell. It's knocked away from behind, out of bounds. And Embiid now plays soccer with the basketball, juggling it, and kicks it over to the official Van Dyne. Jazz down 24 with 1.12 to play in the second quarter. High pick and roll for Donovan off Gobert. The Jazz really beat the 76ers up on this in the last game. Here comes Donovan, rising and firing off for a three. No good. Donovan's 3 for 12 with no assists. Minute to play. Neto off an Embiid pick. Flares it back to Joel. Runs into Conley. Sends him to the ground and they'll call a foul on Embiid. Nice anticipation there by Conley. Protected his face. Yeah. You taught like the... Al Horford checks in, and B checks out with three fouls, two of seven shooting. Jazz has been outscored in this quarter. 29 to 13. 
Game was a one-point game at 24-23. Conley driving, floating, short with it. Gobert grabs it and dunks it. That is goaltending, and they didn't call it. But we will take it, because we need field goals desperately, even if they're not legal. Technical foul on Brett Brown. I thought he was going to get one earlier because when... when Let's Rudy... watch this replay. Conley throws the floater. It's an air ball. Oh, my gosh, that's a terrible call. Yeah. It, 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 that's the reason I thought Brett Brown was going to get one earlier because he was out on the floor. I mean, that ball might have gone in. I don't think it was going to, but it was going to hit the front rim, and Gobert literally took it off the front rim and dunked it. I mean, Mike was really short with it. But that was not a lob to Gobert. That, that's incredible that they missed that call. Yeah, and, and the thing is that they continue to show this on the Jumbotron. I thought it was only, you can only show it once. Well, they're going to show <laughs> see, see if the We're in Philadelphia. There are no <laughs> rules. Refs Hugh Blank now starts up 21. Horford bumping, backing on Gobert. Puts up a little hook shot. Air ball. Rudy having a good defensive game to some extent in the post. Well, he's having to guard Embiid and Horford. Horford ends up with S15. He has three threes. Trailing three was a problem. Donovan crosses over Thibel. Goes to the lane. Wraps it around. Out to Conley. Three ball left side. Good. First assist of the night for Donovan Mitchell. And a three from Mike Conley. Neto. It's the first three. Fires from the right side. It's good. And the Jazz finish the quarter with a three. So they'll have one three in nine attempts tonight. As the Jazz, last time the Jazz had only one three in a quarter was this year against Brooklyn a month ago. Or in a half. So we've done this before. Jazz are down 60 to 48 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. Second half, 76ers have it. Horford penetrates, pass deflected by Gobert out of bounds. They'll have just three seconds on the shot clock. Here's tuning in. Jazz trail at 60 to 42 here in Philadelphia. Trailed by as many as 26 in the first half. David Locke along with Ron Boone. First long road trip of the year. It's been long. Yes, it has. Did some interesting different things in our travel this year where we stayed over in every city to try to get better sleep. Ben Simmons, kick out to Tobias Harris for three, no good. Sixers, rebound knocked out of Mitchell's hands by Simmons. Sixers are 11 of 19 from three, contrasting that to the Jazz, one of nine from three. Sixers are, Jazz got to the free throw line a bunch late in the quarter. Well, let's see about the ball movement in this quarter. I mean, this is something that they discussed even against Toronto the other night about the ball not sticking. Here's Bogdanovich with eight on the shot clock. A one-pass possession. Bogdanovich dribbles off his shoe and turns it over for the 11th turn of the night by the Jazz. 12th, actually. And Bogdanovich fouls him. He really just dribbled that right off of his foot. It's absolutely what he did. Tried to go in and out with the right hand. Boyan's not at his best as an isolation player. Yeah, he likes to go to his right. Like he was trying to go to his left on that possession. Jazz closed the quarter on an 11-3 run to cut it to 18. And Embiid's fadeaway jumper is good. It's now back up to 20. 
Donovan, who did not have a good first half. He is 3 of 12 with one assist and did not pass much. Takes a deep three with 12 on the shot clock and hits. Didn't hesitate on that. Nope. 62-45. Jazz down 17. Horford at the top of the key. Finds a tight curl to Embiid. Wow, that's a tough play. And Embiid scores it. That is incredible. Well, that's the same play that back-to-back plays. Got the jumper. This time he gets the roll all the way. That's how he finished the roll, so it looked yeah. more impressive. You're absolutely right, Ron. Donovan, jump stop in the lane. Floater it. No good. Donovan taking a lot of those mid-range shots early in the shot clock tonight. And he is outside of the rim. He is one for nine on those shots. 64-45. Cross-court pass. Horford in the corner. Father Tito played briefly in the NBA. Down low to Harris. Harris signed a max contract this year. Gets his headband knocked off. The ball stripped out of his hands. Transition. Bogdanovich is open while Harris puts back on his headband. And we've got a three ball for Bogdanovich. Boyan limping a little bit, Ron. Watch. Look at him. Watch his. I mean, he'll get fi- He'll be fine because he's a machine. But if you watch his right leg, he didn't move back very well after that. 16-point game. Horford at the top. Guarded by Bogdanovich. And a foul. Down low, it's on Gobert trying to fight through a Corkmaz screen. Check it, it's on Royce O'Neal. Ron Donovan Mitchell's shot chart tonight on his four for 14 night. He's two for two at the rim. He is one for, looks like seven, excuse me, on paint non restricted area shots and then one for five from three. That floater is not a good shot for him. He took the second most of anyone in the NBA as Ben Simmons beats Royce O'Neal the baseline. The only player who shot more was Pascal Siakam. Of the top 100 players last year, Donovan shot the lowest percentage of anybody other than Josh Jackson, who's no longer in the NBA. And a defensive foul here on Donovan. Donovan is in head down. Drive to the basket mode. I'm going to single-handedly will this team back into the ballgame by scoring mode. Well, he's done it on a couple of occasions this year. But Offensive foul there on Donovan, throwing the elbow. Here's Harris. Kicks it back up to Embiid. Ball fakes Gobert. And then Embiid swings through and a foul on Gobert. Jazz down 18 with 8.52 left in the third. And they're not going to give Embiid free throws. No, because he swung through, I guess. Embiid working the right side. Joel's got 11 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Hands to Simmons. He's in the paint. He never wants to shoot. So he holds his pivot foot. Now he shoots. And he makes it. No, he misses. And a foul on the rebounds on the Jazz. Royce O'Neal trying to box out Embiid, it looks like. That's the fourth foul on Royce in 17 minutes tonight. He's really just trying to keep Embiid from getting an offensive rebound. Jeff Green will check in. (laughs) Nobody's got good plus minuses tonight. Jazz trailed by as many as 26. The only ones that are reasonable, Joe Ingles in 14 minutes is a minus two. Mike Conley knocks away the Ben Simmons inbound pass, trying to find Thibel on a back cut from the far side to the far side. A lot of area to travel, and Conley knocks it out of bounds. Shot clock's now at 12. 76 or 66, Jazz 48, 8.40 left here in the third quarter. Inbound comes to Horford at the elbow, top to Embiid. 
Wearing the blue uniforms with say Philly Phila in the front. Bumping him back in is Horford on Bogdanovich. Rolling hook shot to the middle, no good. Bogdanovich rebounds. Push ahead to Conley. Jazz trying to play a little more in transition. Conley with a quick dribble out in front. Nash dribbles around the outside. Comes out with it, finds Green on the left wing. Gobert at the elbow. Nobody moving. Now Rudy dribbles it back out to give it to Conley. Backdoor cuts, turnover. Picked up by Embiid. Joel to the basket. Hands to Simmons, he doesn't want to shoot. Gives it back out for a three for Thibault, it's good. Ben Simmons' unwillingness to shoot is really strange, but on that one it worked out. And the Jazz are down 21, 69-48. 7.49 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz trail by 21 here in the third quarter. Anytime the Utah Jazz get a blocked shot, Cypress Credit Union donates $50 to the Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit organization that provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Hate to say it, Ron, but I wouldn't say there's a lot different here in the third quarter in the opening four minutes than what we experienced in the first half. Well. They got a three in this quarter. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. <laughs> Mike Conley behind the three-point line misses. Rebound tapped around in the 76ers have it. Jazz have been outscored 9-6 here in the quarter after being outscored 29-19. If you're just tuning in, the Jazz had a 25-possession stretch tonight where they scored four points. And that ended, derailed the evening. Donovan fouled Al Horford. Donovan has not been very good tonight. Frankly, nobody's, I'm not going to give much of anybody's been particularly good tonight. Jeff Green's got the ominous night minus 18 and 11 minutes right now. Royce O'Neal's got a minus 18 and 17 minutes. It's like the Jazz need to go home and regroup. And spend a day away from each other. Yeah, absolutely. We tried a bunch of new things on this trip, all of which seemed like they were really nice. I'm not sure any of them will be done again. <laughs> Well, team the, dinners, the, 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 staying overnight. The, Maybe team, they, the, the team dinner on Thanksgiving was awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate totally Thank awesome. you to the Millers for that. That was <laughs> that was the highlight of the trip, the wonderfulness on their part to do that. 71-48, Jazz down 23. Here comes Donovan Mitchell to the front court. He's got 12 points on 4 of 14 shooting and one assist. Swings it to Conley, left side. Conley throws a pass back up to Donovan. It's soft and knocked away by Thibel. 15th turnover by the Jazz. Turnover issue for the Jazz is real. Right side, Embiid, who does not usually play well against Gobert. Travels, they don't call it. Goes up and Rudy swats it. Embiid is 4 of 10. Fast break, Jeff Green to the window, layup good. That's the reason they go single coverage. And he, Rudy Gobert on Embiid. He will try, if I've watched Embiid enough, he will try to go dunk on this possession. If he is unsuccessful, he will stay outside now for the rest of the night. And he wants it right now. Yep. He'll, and Gobert knocks it away. So now he's outside. He'll hand it off to Harris. And a 15-footer from Harris is no good. Long rebound, Simmons. Simmons, Simmons finds a back-cutting Harris who gets it for a dunk.
73-50 is the score. Jazz running through their sets. Conley gets free on the left side for a mid-range jumper. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Gobert, fouled by Embiid. Mike Conley shooting three of nine tonight over the last 10 games. Mike Conley shooting 35% from the field. Last five games, he's shooting 30% from the field. Three of nine tonight. He no free find his stroke. I mean, those aren't... Those are open shots that he's taking as well. He's not getting to the rim at all as he gets in the lane here. Swirls out to Bogdanovich. Contested right corner threes and air ball. And the Jazz are down 23. Left side, Ennis for three. No good. Jeff Green pushes Ben Simmons in the back. Wow, how about that? Goes to help Ben Simmons back up after the foul. Simmons won't take the hand up. Only take it from his teammates. I'd put that in my memory bank. Blast the living out of him if he goes for a layup absolutely. at some point tonight. Yes, absolutely. Mike Conley will check out. Joe Ingles will check in. And then he misses the free throw. Well, he doesn't like to go to the free throw line. Maybe that's why he was mad. That's three in a row. Not a good free throw shooter in his career. Often some people think he plays to avoid going to the line. How about just a poor shooter, period? Yep. Until he gets into the paint. Uses both hands very, very well. Certainly avoid misses both free throws. And Gobert loses the rebound out of bounds. Hit no. by Horford. Kane Fitzgerald on the call. And again, angles are everything. 73-50. Sixers will inbound up by 23 with six minutes left in the third. Simmons holding it in just his left hand. Gives to Horford in the corner. And Bede is off the floor, so that little battle between he and Gobert now goes away. Horford lines Gobert up at 25 feet, steps into a 20-footer, step back no good, and Ingles flies in for the rebound. Joe's got six rebounds tonight. He has not scored. Takes a left-hand dribble into the lane, finds Gobert going to the basket, and Al Horford reaches in and fouls him. And Rudy will go to the line. Rudy's two of six at the line tonight. Jazz will be home on Wednesday to face the Los Angeles Lakers. And then we're home Saturday as well. Tickets are available. In fact, the Ford Fan Zone tickets are available for those ball games. Get the Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to any upcoming game. Receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and peanuts starting as low as $33 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket now. He missed the free throw. Did he hit the rim? Huh? Did he hit the rim on that missed free throw? Yeah, he hit the free, hit the rim, but obviously Wendy's. Oh, they get Frosties. Frosties. They yeah. get Wendy's Frosties if he misses this free throw. Oh, this leads to a very interesting debate if anybody would like to join in on Frosties versus Chick-fil-A. Huh. Two of the great American traditions right there. The Chick-fil-A sandwich you get in Salt Lake or the Frosties you get in Philly. And Tobias Harris. I'll tell you what, the other one is they have a Shake Shack in this building. Do you think he would be okay in a 73 51 game, having called a game that went to 44 points the night before, if I got up and went and got a Shake Shack burger to highlight my day? Or you think that would be fr frowned upon? Well, how about turnover on the 76ers? 10 below, zero outside, and you're eating a. Frosty? Frosty. Oh, that's your, your your thought is that Frosty's in the winter? It's it's a summer. It's a summer device? Yes, absolutely. So Chick-fil-A wins? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's better? Would, would win in the summer as well. 
73-51. You get Chick-fil-A sandwiches if two people miss, if a player misses two free throws in the fourth quarter against Jazz. Donovan Mitchell drives, gets caught in the air, and turns it over. Jazz are just absolutely discombobulated. Transition three, Al Horford, no good. Ed Davis rebounds. I mean, the Jazz are going one-on-one and not passing, and then when they are passing, they don't know where they're passing, and Donovan drives, picks up the foul, can't finish. He'll get free throws on this. I mean, they are really, really discombobulated, Rob. That third quarter they had last night was probably the best basketball they played on this trip. And do you? But they had dug a hole so badly that couldn't get out of it. Do they? Free throws good by Donovan. How much credit do you put into a quarter in which you play when you're down by 40? I mean, I agree that 15 assists was the best quarter, right? But, like, they also allowed 30 points in that quarter, and they were still down 23 at the end of that quarter after scoring 47 points. Yeah, they scored 40 points in that quarter. 47? 47 they? points in that quarter. But it was a sense of urgency. Speed. Speed. Force. I mean, and they haven't gotten back to that. 73-53. 76ers by 20. Emmanuel Moutier will play after Dante Exum had a forced in in the first half. Al Horford, hook shot no good, gets his own rebound, hands it off, going to the baskets, and it's blocked by the Jazz, stolen by Ed Davis. Transition, Donovan Mitchell tries to bounce it around the defense and turns it over. Simmons, no look pass, Tobias Harris at the rim, fouled by Davis. Tobias, Ben Simmons could have dunked. No one's stopping Ben Simmons here, he has got a route to the rim, instead he has to try to hand it off to somebody. It's so strange. Well, he's a passer. Knows he's not a shooter. So, so you're faulting this game to a point, and I totally agree with you. But I, I would imagine his teammates love him. Because he, gives, he gives up the ball? He gives up the ball. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think the question on him is there's a pretty high standard you're holding Ben Simmons to, and that high standard is whether or not he can lead you to a championship. Yeah, rookie of the great. year, how did he get it, you know? Bogdanovich pops out for three straight away, misses Boyan three of ten, one of five from three. Remember Boyan hurt his wrist on this trip. He never talks about his injuries, but he did hurt his wrist on this trip, and he's not shot the three quite as well since. Well, he's had a couple of really bad misses. That's what made me think of it. Ingles drives all the way to the window and lays it up and in 77-57, and Brett Brown will take a timeout. Jazz are down by 22. It's actually 77-55. It was faster than I was. Four minutes left in the third here on the Jazz Radio Network. Trails by 22 with 4.03 left in the third quarter here in Philadelphia. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Thanks for taking the time, Utah Jazz. Play-by-play calls presented by Golden West Credit Union. Now through the end of the year, get triple rewards on all purchases made with your Golden West Rewards Visa card. Apply now at gwcu.org. We'll take care of you. Jazz down 22, trailed by as many as 26 in the first half. Trailed by 20. Jazz come out with Moutier. 
Bogdanovich, Ingles, Green, and Davis. Korkmaz, right hand floater up and in. 24-point deficit for the Jazz. The Jazz offense tonight has been awful. Their offensive rating right now is a 78. I mean, I don't have a better description for you. They have three three-pointers. They do have 10 free throws now. Joe Ingles snakes around a three-point a pick, then circles back behind the three-point line, fires a three, and hits. Joe Ingles with five points in the quarter. He has five in the game. That's a nifty move. Haven't seen that all season. Three ball wide open, unguarded for Mike Scott, their best three-point shooter, and he hits 82-58. Joe pick and roll with Ed Davis, bounces it to Moutier. He penetrates in the lane, puts up a little short shot, and scores. Moutier did not play in the first half. Dante Axum did. Dante played seven minutes and was not very productive. In fact, that's where the game turned against the Jazz. It was 24-23. The score, 76ers, when the Jazz went to their bench, and then the game fell apart. The Jazz scoring four points on their next 25 offensive possessions. Mike Scott, right baseline, no good. Here comes Moutier in the open floor. Has it on the right side, splits the defense, goes to the window, kicks it out to Bogdanovich. He penetrates, passes to Jeff Green, who's wide open for three, hits the rim, no good. Jeff has four air balls in the last three days, strangely. Ben Simmons, nifty move to the window, layup, got it. He could do that almost every play, it feels like. Quinn takes a timeout. Boy, he's just crafty. Six foot nine, he just spins Boyan around and gets an easy two. As I mentioned, David, <laughs> 92 of 161 attempts at the rim starting the ball game. How dramatic do you get if you're a head coach and your team's just been run in three of its last four games? We got run in Indiana, too, right? Like, yeah. that game wasn't close either. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's two things here. One is I actually think the Milwaukee game without Rudy, when Rudy did not play against Milwaukee, took a lot out of the guys, right? They put a lot of energy. When you don't play with one of your guys, you can survive for a night or two, but it takes a lot of extra juice out of everyone, and I think that was part of it. Then the Jazz got run in Indiana. They beat Memphis, and they had to come from behind, which took a lot of energy, and then they got run the last two nights. So... There's probably a fatigue issue, but understanding all that. So there's a, there's a, but how dramatic do you get if you're Quinn Snyder when you've lost, you got really run out of the gym in three of your last four you years? You know, that is such a great question on, on how you handle this as a coach and how do you get your team back on track uh, playing and doing things the way you want them to do out there on the floor. Uh, you, you start showing film of when you were playing well and you start showing film of when, you're, when you struggle or when you're being selfish or when you... All of those things, you know, I would imagine Quinn would probably get into to try to get his players thinking the same way again. George Niang's in the game for the first time tonight. George drives, puts a right hand With the big off thing. the window and in. The big thing, David, is, is, is trying to find a combination of, of, of substitute players. That's well, I, I, I would say that I, I I think guys are playing for minutes right now, right? Exum and Moutier yeah. are in a competition. Both of them have been poor with their have not have not grasped the opportunities to to grab that position. Mm -hmm. I don't know if George Niang and Jeff Green are into a battle for minutes yet. 
I don't know if Ed Davis and Tony Bradley are in a battle for minutes yet, but it feels as though that those kind of decisions could come after losing three of your last four games by 20 points. And I think, you know, like you're listening, reading an article or something, the Denver Nuggets, uh, their bench, you know, how they're very good together. I mean, they, they, they have a nickname for themselves. Well, that's you know. an interesting thing that the, Mike Malone is playing his starters as five-man unit, the most of any team in the NBA. So that bench unit you're talking about right there, Ron, mm -hmm. is playing more games as a unit than any group, any bench group in the NBA. Well, get the Jazz bench to thinking that way and being proud of, you know, how they're they're accomplishing something on, on the floor. Ingles kicks it up top to Moutier. Manuel works the right side, puts his shoulder into Neto, then fades back from mid-range jumper. It's no good. Jazz have taken 16 of their 56 shots as threes tonight. They've only hit four of them. 85-62. They're shooting 42% overall. Neto, left side. Drives the baseline. Korkmaz ball fakes. Fires. Misses. Rebound comes down to Royce O'Neal. Chest ahead to Moody. Manuel gives it back to Niang, the Iowa State Cyclone. Puts up a right-hand floater and scores. I actually think that this one-on-one, -on George Niang is a stunningly good one-on-one -on -one player, Ron. And there might be a role for that. Like, remember in the Houston series last year, he goes back to Iowa State, George. Kind of just methodically bumps you back and does these weird things, and it ends up that there might be some value to his ability to... Well, he's not the quickest guy out there on the floor, but he, he does know how to play. Loose ball. Moutier dives after it, but Neto gets it. Neto's on the it? far side. Hesitates. Drives on his buddy. Gobert blocks his shot. Rudy got the best of his little buddy. Top to O'Neal. Right side, Moutier. Lobs it into Gobert. One-hand pass out to O'Neal for three. Line drive no good. Four of 17 would tell you that the Jazz might have some tired legs from three tonight. 22 seconds left in the quarter. 85-64, Sixers by 21 as Neto works the right side. Bounces to Embiid for a free throw line jumper, no good. Hasn't gone back into the post since Gobert blocked his shot, has he? And he's four of 11. They almost beat Toronto on a night where Embiid didn't score. Rudy rolling to the rack. At the horn, layup swirls around and around and around and in for the Jazz. 85-66, Utah down by 19 as we head to the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz going to the fourth quarter, down by 19. They fell behind by 26 in the second quarter. And as we head to the fourth, they are trying to whittle away at it in some capacity, but they have had no rhythm and the offense facing some of the best teams in the NBA has struggled on this trip, which is not that stunning. The 
But that is going to be the question for the rest of the season is whether the offense can find their way. Donovan Mitchell just comes up to the front court. Donovan, 4 of 14, gives it to Gobert. Hands to Ingles, fakes the pass to Gobert and lays it up and in, and the Jazz are within 17. Howell Neto at the point guard. Embiid and Gobert have a fun little battle going tonight. Gobert blocked Embiid earlier, and Embiid has not gone back to the post since. Mike Scott drives the lane, goes up for a shot. Gobert alters it. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. Nice defense by Rudy. Trailing is Ingles. Gobert hasn't run down the floor yet. He got hit in the head. Now he's down the floor. Ingles gets it back, and Scott fouls him. is the score. Ron, if someone's just tuning in, what would you tell them about this one? Uh, Let's start at this quarter, David. All right. Let's start at this quarter. You believe her in good news. Let's make something. Ingles off the bounce. Three from angle left, no good. Joe's one of two from three. Jazz are four of 18 today. Taking 18 threes and 61 shot attempts. Trail at 85-68. Neto comes off a Embiid pick. Has it at the elbow. Neto beat out Trey Burke for that backup point guard position. Embiid at the free throw. Now works. Gobert goes down. Embiid fades back. Misses. Royce O'Neal rebounds. Trying to come out of traffic. He's fouled. I'd also tell him about us sitting on the in the airport last night in Toronto for two hours. How about two hours driving in from the airport in Toronto on Saturday? Yeah. Awfully, awfully. The Toronto aspect of this trip was not Not efficient. It's not a good back-to-back. Gobert on a pick and roll misses and now grabs his left foot as he goes to the ground. Running back the other way. Neto leads the break and beats there and lays it up and in. Rudy's kind of working that left foot around. Jazz down 87-68. Ingles and Gobert running the pick and roll here, and Ingles is getting to the window every time and lays it up and in. Rudy is still grimacing as he runs up and down the floor right now. Nine points for Joe in the second half. Seven rebounds, three assists for Joe tonight as well. Well, the Jazz can get Joe and Mike going. That would help. Neto right baseline air ball on a jump shot. Joe rebounds. Gives it to O'Neal. They're letting Joe play the point guard here. And a foul off the ball in Korkmaz as Rudy got deep. Howell Neto's played 13 minutes tonight. He's unfortunately one of seven. Saw Howell tonight and I, before the game. I said, I root for you every night. And he said, not tonight. I go, nope, I root for you every night. He's earned that right. I'm sorry, David. I was watching Rudy try, try to... It's his, his left ankle or his left foot. Yeah, he fell kind of strangely on that layup. I was watching the replay. Joe Ingles step back three, no good. Jazz four of 19 from three. 76ers are 13 of 24. Harris drives. Gobert reaches in and fouls. The one thing on George Niang, and he is, you know, who knows whether it's real or not, that he's actually not a good defense player. There's a point in this league where if they decide you're not a good defensive player, it's almost as though they can make you into not being a good defensive player. And what I mean by that is no matter who Niang is guarding, they just take him one-on-one and try to beat him. 
and that's almost impossible in this league to guard any of these guys. You almost wonder if they did that to everyone, how it might work, but yeah. they're going after George every time he's on the floor. It's almost un... It's no way that anyone can stop the players of today in a one-on-one. Tobias. Especially the way they let they let you play, meaning you can't touch them. Uh, there's no hand check. Uh, it, it's just it's almost impossible, especially with someone with, with some handles. 19-point deficit. Ingles calls for Gobert to come out to get the ball. He gets at the elbow, hands it off to Donovan. Donovan runs Neto off of Gobert, pick into a long two, and hits. Donovan's got 16 on 4 of 5 shooting, or excuse me, 5 of 15 shooting. 89-72. Royce on the right side, swings to the top to Harris. Harris played at Tennessee, has bounced around a lot, but just signed a max contract with Philadelphia. Over to Korkmaz. Korkmaz, long, lanky left-hander to the window, high-arcing layup, no good. Gobert altered it, foul on the rebound on Embiid. That's his fifth foul. And he pushes Joe Ingles underneath the ball. Is that Joe? Is that Niang? Looked like that was Niang. He pushed underneath the basket. He did. Yeah. Into Korkmaz's feet. And Bede will check out with 8.55 left and five fouls. And this is their great luxury that Al Horford, who has 17 points, eight rebounds, and five assists, and kind of broke the Jazz. How about Neto? Neto's been playing how many minutes he had there? Ingles, pick and roll again. Gobert dunks. Ingles on the, I'm not Ingles, Neto on the floor for 14. He's been averaging 11 minutes so 80, far this year. 89, 89-74, 8.44 left in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Little push back in the other direction. Gets it across center court. Finds Mel at the top of the key. He spots up for three and knocks it down. Aim up to the wing. Gives it to Carmelo Anthony. Wide open from 18. Yes, sir. Carmelo Anthony's got 21. And he just passed Oscar Robertson for the 10th most 20-point games in NBA history with 755. Got the rebound. Wheels out of there. Hooks it no good. Lopez made him miss just by standing there. Giannis is leaking out. He slams it. Somebody forgot to guard Giannis. Milwaukee's on a verge of winning their 13th straight, and Carmelo Anthony just won Player of the Week in the Western Conference, while Giannis won it in the Eastern Conference. The commentator, someone forgot to guard Giannis. Giannis. 89-74. The Jazz have cut this to 15, closest it's been since the second quarter. Donovan, high pick, off Gobert, free throw line jumper, no good. Donovan, 5 of 16 tonight. 89-74. 89-74. Ben Simmons back in the game for Howell Neto. Joel Embiid is out with five fouls. Simmons is at the red seven in the 76er logo at midcourt. Right side to Thibel, deep in the post to Harris. Guarded by Niang. They're just going at George every play, and he scores it in the middle. He had a nice little trap on him, and once he picked the ball up, you released out of it, which is probably what you should do. Donovan driving, in and out, right-hand dribble. Cut off by Horford, looking to pass it out, does to Ingles. Ingles, off a Gobert pick. Bounces to Rudy, it's taken away by Horford. Turnover on the Jazz is their 18th. Horford to the front court with Joe shadowing him. 
Kick out to Simmons. Simmons goes through the lane, passes out. Thibel. Thibel travels. Bogdanovich will check in, and Dante will get another run with 7.31 left here in the fourth. Donovan will check out. 30 minutes, 16 points, 16 shots. A rebound and an assist. Donovan visibly frustrated. Has been for a little while. Joe Ingles, floater. Fouled by Thibel and Joe Ingles will go like Joe Ingles has done a nice job as a point guard here in the second half running the Jazz offense. It seems to be running the same play over and over. That little pick and roll with him going to his left, and you know when he gets in that area, he makes very good decisions. Either the score, a little lob, finds a three-point shooter. Free throw from Joe is good. In the meantime, he's got 10 points here in the second half. He also adds to that eight rebounds and four assists tonight. 7.22 left here in the fourth. Joe misses the second free throw. Jazz trailed by 26 in the second quarter tonight. Trailed by 44 in the second quarter the night before. Ben Simmons being unguarded by the Jazz outside the three-point line. Gives to Tobias Harris. Blows by Ingles for a layup. Al Horford has Gobert a little lifted there. Thibel guarding Ingles, pick and roll. Ingles drives, shoves off with the right hand. That's a offensive foul. Our efficiency report tonight. Rudy Gobert, 17 points on 7 of 10 shooting. That's brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Gobert checks out, 31 minutes played. Tony Bradley checks in. 6.52 left. Jazz down by 18. Bogdanovich is on the floor, so the Jazz haven't completely pulled the plug yet, but they're close. Here's Tobias Harris driving. Bradley defends it well with his bubblegum shoes and rebounds. Joe Ingles, 25 minutes tonight. 10 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Beautiful bounce pass to Tony Bradley, who lays it up and in. Joe Ingles is... Conducting this game beautifully right now. Doing it all from the middle of the floor. Nice. It's interesting here. I don't know who else would play, but the way Exum and Moutier have played recently, I wonder if Joe Ingles becomes your backup point guard after tonight. 93-77. Jazz coming the other way. George Niang driving, scooping and scoring. Beautiful move by George. And we've got a 14-point game with six minutes to play. Well, if it gets them down to 10... I wonder what Quinn will do. Well, he's got Donovan coming back in with at 14 with six minutes left. Right side, Corkmus. Harris shoots over the top of Ingles. No good. Rebound Bradley and Ingles go for it, and they knock it out of bounds. To, and it goes out of bounds. 76er ball just to add the cherry on top of this road trip right there. With a chance to have the ball down 14 and feeling like you might be making a little run. That's what happens. Time out on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. Five forty left, ninety-three seventy-nine. Jazz making a little surge there, and then 
Lost the rebound out of bounds. Safe Flight Autoglass, the local vehicle ex glass expert, is proud to be the preferred Autoglass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Flight Autoglass proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebounding program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Flight will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds benefiting the neighbor house. What was the word? Mike Conley, left hamstring tightness will not return. That's why Joe Ingles has been running the point guard. Yeah. So the Jazz wearing out. Rudy Gobert checks in for Tony Bradley, who played a minute. Well, we got a. Jazz make a little points. shot at it here. 93-79. They're down 14, and Bead checks back in. That's why. Gobert came back in because he's been matching Embiid. Embiid's 5 at 13 shooting tonight. Tobias Harris, mid-range jumper, right side, no good. Donovan snatches the right-hand rebound. Donovan pushes ahead to O'Neal. Donovan drives in the lane, tucks it, lays it up and in. 18 for Donovan. 12-point game, 93 to 81. 5.15 to play here in the fourth. Ben Simmons. Dribbles wherever he wants because no one guards him. Gives it the elbow to Horford. Horford now puts it on the deck, working on Bogdanovich. Fading on the left baseline, air ball. Gobert taps it. Niang has it. He's got Bogdanovich right. O'Neal left. Donovan trailing. O'Neal left corner three. No. Rebound comes down to Ennis. That would have put it into single digits for the first time since the second quarter. Jazz at the end of one tonight, trailed by eight. Ennis, right side three, short, long rebound, Ben Simmons. Back to Embiid, left side now. Ennis will try it again from the left side, no. Rebound Niang, can the Jazz get it to single digits? 93-81. Lob to the rim, Gobert layup. Beautiful play by George Niang. Seeing Reedy Gobert, it's a 10-point game. You know, I asked the coaches about what to do with Ben Simmons. Are you going to crowd him when he has the basketball? Are you going to play off of him because he's such a good passer? And they think they're going to play off of it. Deep inside Horford, and Bogdanovich fouls him. He was really deep. Second, third team foul of the Jazz. Smart play. Game has not been inside single digits since the end of the first quarter. Joe Ingles checks back in. George Niang getting a nice run here. Ten minutes. Three of three. Ben Simmons drives by Ingles, gets to the window and scores. Ben Simmons like will only drive to the basket if guarded by an Australian. Ingles drives, finds Gobert, Rudy dunks. Joe Ingles has been fabulous. 21 points and 10 rebounds for Rudy. Simmons passes up to Embiid, ball fakes a three. He's not gone inside since Gobert blocked his shot. Harris drives, Gobert's there, pass out stolen by Mitchell. Donovan gives it over to Bogdanovich. 10-point game, 3.34 left. Donovan drives by the defense. Mid-range floater, no good. Oh 95-85. Jazz bench on their feet trying to far back cheer them off, off of Ben Simmons. Horford, excuse me, Harris. Mid-range jumper, good. Timeout, Utah. 
97-85. Ron. Yes. I'm going to just belabor the heck out of this. I'm tired of it. I got I to bring it up. I got it. Donovan's having a hard time getting to the rim. He is 2 of 14 tonight on floaters. Last year, he took the second most amount in the league. He was the second worst shooter of the top 100 guys in attempts to Josh Jackson. It is not a good shot for him. I understand he's not able to get anything else, but he's got to learn something else. Well, I thought he was doing a great job of pulling up and, and shooting a little eight-foot jump shot there, but that floater obviously has not been a good shot for him, and, and I totally agree. I exaggerated. He's 2 of 10 on non-restricted area shots tonight, so I apologize. He's yeah. not 2 of 13. He went right over to Rudy. I, I didn't know if he wanted to throw a lob to Rudy but ended up throwing it kind of high off the glass or, or not. But he went right over to Rudy, and they had a little conversation. Hopefully it was about that play. The problem with that shot, you're never getting fouled either. Right? Like, no. you're never getting fouled. Well, they got three minutes. All right, down eight or down 12. Three minutes left. Donovan comes to the right side. Swings to the top to Gobert. Hands to Bogdanovich. Joe Ingles trying to get free from Ennis on the baseline. Can't. So Bogdanovich is left to the top. Now Gobert comes to pick for him. Bogdanovich drives, attacks Embiid, misses the rebound. Gobert. Rudy takes a dribble on the ground, goes up and draws the foul. Jeff Green pops off the bench, high-fiving Gobert. The nicest thing to see right now is the Jazz bench is completely off their, on their feet, rooting on their guys. Yeah, collectively, they knew how, know how hard it is to come from as far down as the Jazz have trailed by 26 at one time in this ballgame. Rudy, 22 points. Rudy's 22 points, 12 rebounds, two assists tonight. Second free throw from Rudy is good. All right, 10-point game, 2.44 left. Left side, Harris. Comes off a pick. Pull-up, free-throw line jumper, good. That's been their go-to guy, Tobias Harris, in the last few possessions. And Harris now has 24 without Josh Richardson tonight. He is their answer. Little runner by it. Ingles, no good. Rebound and beat, and that'll probably do it. Down 12 without the basketball with 2.16 left. Now, that spot there by Harris, he's a 50% shooter from that spot. That's about where the mid-range becomes eight, valuable. 18 feet away. I'm going to give you a little credit here in a second if I can. He needs Harris. Bad pass. Stolen by Donovan. Push ahead to Ingles. Donovan goes to the right corner. Ennis tethered to him. Donovan takes a dribble. Now takes a contested three misses. Rebound comes down to Simmons. 148 left. Ron, to your point on Donovan pulling up earlier. This year on mid-range shots. So twos that are out of the paint. He's 51%. Offensive foul on Ben Simmons driving on Joe Ingles. 
So you're absolutely right. He's done a great job. That's 51% on a mid-range shot in a half-court possession. You bet. His floater going into tonight, he was 34%. Yeah, that's that's not a high percentage shot from that He's, floater is usually what six to eight feet away, five feet away, somewhere in there. Just depends on. You know how close you can get to that restricted area. He's taken 115 of them coming into tonight. Gobert, hard drive with the left hand, scores it over Embiid, and Rudy's got 25 points and 12 rebounds. And Brent Brown will take a timeout. That ties Rudy's season high. By the way, it's not just Donovan. That floater is a crazy hard shot. You are going at full speed and then off the bounce without stopping, have to try to put the ball up and in from six or seven feet out. The Jazz as a team shoot 36% on it. The league shoots 38% on it. It is an incredibly difficult shot to have the touch to be moving at that speed around traffic and put in. Tony Parker, I think, has ruined a lot of players in in this a league. Because that was his That was his signature shot there. But I'm just thinking about the number of times that he made that shot, how soft it was. I mean, some of the, the runners that we're shooting now are not, they're hitting and they're bouncing two or three feet off the rim. Tony Parker seemed to get a little two or three bounces on the rim and, and would go in because how soft it was. I'd be curious if I pulled up Tony Parker's career numbers, if he was nearly as good at those as we thought he was. But it does. It felt like he was at 50%. And- if you're at 50%, then that's all fine. Like, yeah. that's that's the – but here's the problem. To be 50% on those shots, you've got to be Tony Parker, like the one guy who can do it. Right. There's so few players who can actually do it. <laughs> well, I know that it's also seemed like when we, we played Memphis and Mike Conley was always had a good night shooting those floaters against us. And he's struggling with it here league, with the Jazz. League average on the floater is 39%. League average on a two in the non in the in the out of the paint is 39.8%. Those are the league averages on those shots. Corner three, 39%. Same percentage for an extra point. 112 left, 99-89. Left block Harris. He's got 26. Turnaround jumper short. Offensive rebound. Simmons passes to Harris, who's standing out of bounds. Ben Simmons has 14 points, eight rebounds, nine assists. He's just, those are his numbers. It's like he can pencil in somewhere around there, one or two points or one assist or maybe one rebound, and you'll be pretty close to his, his game. Joe but, Ingles closed at point guard with, and hit a three here with Mike Conley out. 99-92, Jazz within seven, and they commit a foul. On Ben Simmons, it'll just be their fourth foul. But anytime Ben Simmons touches the ball, the Jazz are going to foul him. Is this going to be a hack of Simmons? Absolutely. He's a terrible free throw shooter. He's 0 for 4. We haven't seen that in a few years. we'll watch him run away from the basketball. Here comes the inbound to Ennis. Jazz trap Ennis. They didn't foul him, and Kane Fitzgerald assumes they are fouling him. I don't think the Jazz were fouling Ennis there. I think they're playing, trying to, they're double teaming him to make him pass back to Simmons. And what I'm going to guess is the first time in his NBA career, Royce O'Neal fouls out of a game. Well, Simmons Ennis is 77% there from the field, and, and that is the first 
disqualification for Royce O'Neal this year. Joe Ingles and some fan are into it right now. And they're bringing in security. How about that? And Donovan went over and said something, too. Yeah, all so right. the guy in the front row He's has been go. taken out. Got a beer in his hand. George Niang checks in. Yeah, only in Philly do you get ejected and you get to keep your beer. <laughs> This is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. The guy's like willingly just walking out, no problem, up the event staff with the three event staff with his beer in his hand. It's been a bizarre trip. 101.92. The only good thing is the two to four inches of snow that's supposed to hit Philadelphia. Another brilliant pick and roll by Joe Ingles. And Rudy Gobert dunks. A new season high. We open the game, and Brett Brown takes a timeout. I'm not sure why Brett Brown keeps taking these timeouts, but it's nice of us because we get to talk more and stay longer on the road. Uh, 101-94. Uh, it's interesting. We opened the broadcast talking about how the Jazz completely riddled the 76ers on the pick and roll in the game in Salt Lake City. Donovan and Rudy just torched them, and Joe Ingles is suddenly running the pick and roll in a manner that Quinn Snyder wishes his guards had run it all year here in the fourth quarter. And Joe Ingles has 13 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists. A massive job be curious, him in I, this fourth quarter. I'll tell you what, if Mike Conley's hamstring is a problem, I, Joe Ingles will start a point guard against the Lakers. I totally the way Moody yeah. and Exum have played, there's no yeah. way you could start either of them well, right now. Moody or Exum are, are not... Point guards. Point guards. Or passers. You know, yeah. That might be point guards and not passers. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to run the offense like Joe is capable of doing. One hundred one to ninety-four. Jazz have cut this to seven. They were down twenty-six. Mm. George Niang largely been led by extended run. George Niang's played really well. Joe Ingles has done well. Rudy's got twenty-seven and twelve. Mike Conley played 23 minutes, left with a hamstring tightness. Forty-two seconds left. If the Jazz, the Jazz will try to let Ben Simmons end up with the basketball in his hands, so they can foul Ben Simmons. They are not guarding Simmons as he inbounds. Niang will now double-team the first person who has the ball, and it's Embiid, and he fouled him. I don't think he meant to. Or you can't afford to have too much time run off the clock. So much, and you can see that Simmons took the ball out, threw it to Embiid, and just took off and ran the opposite direction. Don't let me have it! I don't want to touch it. It's a problem. Ben Simmons not wanting to ever get fouled to go to the free throw line and carry you to... Quinn Snyder's challenging the call. I love it. Just so he can stay here longer. Well, he can get a timeout there as well. Well, he has to use a timeout, yeah, right? right? And frankly, it's a great challenge because if for some reason he didn't foul him, though I think he did, um, 
then to jump ball, the Jazz are back, you know, have a chance. Jazz call timeout. And then... I, I don't know... I think he's just... I don't think... Unless they're trying to call a... Is he challenging? Kane Fitzgerald's asking what he's challenging. Oh, maybe Quinn's just calling a timeout. Uh, th this is strange because I'm not sure Quinn can call that timeout. Qu Quinn can call this timeout without a challenge. Well, I was wondering about because Embiid, I thought, already had the ball at the free throw line, and then they gave Quinn a timeout. Well, so I honestly think here's what happened. So Quinn's trying to say it's an over and back violation and not a foul. I don't know that he can challenge that. Okay. So then the question is going to be, so then I think actually just watching the body language, I'm completely making this up, okay? Nope. I'm completely making this up, but I feel almost certain. Let me, let me. Now let, we'll see. Well, actually, we'll get the Sakaka speed I, in a I second. I thought when I looked at this, I thought maybe, I thought maybe MB was confused. So the so the word is Quinn wanted to challenge the over and back, which he's not allowed to challenge. So then, having used, then he already used the timeout. So now he's got to use the timeout, and now they're going to review the foul, even though it's not. It was an obvious foul. Well, I saw the replay there, and you can see why Ben Simmons was. I mean, not Ben, but MB uh, was confused on whether he should touch or pick the ball up, and then he was fouled there by Niang. But he touched it, and it looked like that left, right foot may have been elevated and not planted in, in the front court. Here's what I actually think happened, and I'm watching Quinn talk to Kane Fitzgerald. I feel pretty comfortable about it too. Quinn is very conscious about the fact that if you're challenging a call, you're basically telling the official, I think you did something wrong. And so when he asked if he could challenge the over and back and King Fitzgerald said no, Quinn said, don't worry about it. <laughs> but now he's got a timeout. So Kane Fitzgerald went back to him, I think, and said, you know, you can challenge if you, like, do you want to challenge that? And so they challenged that. But I think it was Quinn didn't want, like, saying, hey, I'm challenged. I, I, you know, the psychology of all of it and whether, you know, there are some people out there who believe that the minute you challenge a call, you so don't you, get the next five so whistles. you're giving Quinn credit for thinking that fast. Yeah, I'm certain of it. Okay. I never am worried if I'm giving <laughs> Quinn credit for thinking fast. That's easy for me. Embiid makes both free throws. 103-94 with 41 seconds left. Quinn gets to run a timeout play here. Ingles goes behind his back by Simmons. Hands it off to Gobert, but it's bobbled. Picked up by Embiid, and that'll probably do us. 20 turnovers. Nice round number for the Jazz. They'll have to... Take care of their ball handling. The 20 turnovers is a problem. Double team. Jazz trapping and doing all sorts of fun things here. Horford dribbles around, 6'10", with that kind of control. Incredible. Out to Embiid. Two seconds. One second. Shot clock violation with seven seconds left. 103 to 94. 
The only thing that could be left, I don't think the Jazz will take a shot, would be whether there's some gambling line of interest on this game. Home teams with a rest advantage came in tonight having won 69% of their games. And they will add to that list as Philadelphia was rested, the Jazz were not, and they beat the Jazz 103-94. Philadelphia was a four and a half point favorite, so they comfortably cover. Well, the road trip is over. We thought it'd be difficult. I think it became more difficult than we expected and the Jazz underperformed. Going one and four is not stunning. I thought the best case scenario for the, well, I really thought this was the thought. I, here's the thought I had, Ron. Mm -hmm. If you go on this trip, you go four and one, you got an NBA Finals chance. You go three and two, you got a chance to compete for the top of the West. You go two and three, you got a chance, you're pretty good. Go one and four like this. I think the verdict is still out on where this team is. Well, I don't think there's any doubt. You know, the, the road trip has a lot to do with um, you're basically tired. You know, and this is not an excuse, especially last night against Toronto. Toronto just beat the Jazz. I mean, they just walked all over them. That's how, how well they played, how well they shot the basketball. They did a lot of things well. The Jazz could not recover after being down so far. Had a great third quarter, but, you know, like they did tonight and just didn't do any good. But you always want to give yourself a chance to win basketball games by staying in the ball game on the road. And the, and the Jazz have not been able to do that. I mean, there are some problems, I think, as far as our rotation is concerned, uh, what a combination of players and what to have out there on the floor at the same time uh, that, that has to be corrected. 103-94, the final. Ben Anderson and Jake Scott join us from the studio. Hello. 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 I thought. Sorry, David. We thought uh, you were going to follow up with something any, there. Like, pontificating <laughs> great question for you about no. this. I just was going to say hi. Well, it, it's uh, it's good you guys are coming back. How long does it feel like you've been away? A month. That's right. Prep right up for the Lakers on Wednesday. Yeah, what Lakers a way to will return. Play in Lakers will play in Denver tomorrow. That's a good spot for the Jazz to get the uh, Lakers on the second night of a back-to-back, uh, -back, yes. and it's traditionally not been a fantastic way to uh, play the Utah Jazz. So that's an advantage, but, man, I, I can't imagine the Jazz feel like getting out of bed tomorrow once they get home tonight. No, the unfortunate advantage, Jazz won't have the altitude advantage because we've been gone long enough. you got to reacclimate to the altitude to take that advantage, so we will not have the regular altitude advantage on our first game back. You know, enough bright spots in this trip were overshadowed by the ultimate the, the final scores in these games but played well in Milwaukee hit 21 threes had the amazing third quarter last night had the win in Philadelphia or I should say in Memphis erasing the 15 point deficit at the half that there's enough bright spots here that you would like to piece something together from it but because last night trailing by 40 was so ugly and because you were down 18 at the half in this one it just felt like nothing could get going felt like those bright spots really got overshadowed quickly. Well, tonight would be Joe Ingles' play as point guard. I mean, I really think that Quinn got someone to show them, hey, this is how we can run this team, like, uh, in that regard. But I, I would also say the offensive droughts are just incredible. Like... They went. They scored four points in 25 possessions tonight. Last night they went one of 18 at one point shooting, right? With probably a bunch of turnovers in there, so they they probably had a, 
in both the last two nights, they probably had stretches that were about four or five points in 20-plus possessions. You, like, I don't think you can overcome that ever. This this may be impossible to do without reviewing tape, David, but do you think there's connective tissue in those runs, something that's not happening or happening? Well, they happen at the exact same time, so it's the minute we go to the bench. Hmm. Well, that's pretty easy to pinpoint. <laughs> and then we don't recover. You dig a hole. Yeah, and it's awfully hard. Yeah, and we don't and we don't regain the vibe that we had, or any like we're not able we're not able to bring the next group in off the floor and have on the floor and have them, you know, find a rhythm, just flat. Well, there was some stuff. You're being very positive. I appreciate that, Ben. There was some stuff early in tonight's game I really didn't like. I will tell you that. No, it was it was a rough outing, and it was not certainly the night that I think the Jazz hoped they would respond after last night. I mean, I think there was a lot of hope that they would come in and, and be shaken up a little bit, and, and it would tighten things up because the Jazz had made quick adjustments early in the season, and you didn't see that tonight. But I, I am thinking about this rotation, whether it's a nine-man or ten-man, and you didn't have Dante until the last few games, and then you had Ed Davis out for four weeks in the middle of that stretch, and then you had Gobert out for two games when those guys did start to come back. I mean, it's not like Quinn has had a full nine-man rotation. Now, nobody in the NBA does every night have the, the right nine guys. But, I mean, how often the Jazz have changed the rotation, including tonight when Exxon was the first guy off the bench, and then in the second half when you lost Mike Conley for the second half of the second half. I know that means the fourth quarter. Uh, you end up with you end up with some just some weird rotations that you just haven't been able to settle on anything. And then on top of it, they've been so inconsistent that I I, I don't blame Quinn for not having it nailed down twenty one games into the season well, yet. And, and I imagine they will get there. Ron Boone has a great phrase. I always love when Ron says this: <laughs> "Demand minutes." And honestly, of all the guys you've mentioned, none, none of, of them none have of demanded them. minutes. Yeah. Right? Like. Axum demanded minutes last night and then was not good tonight. And so it's like, all right, well, like, there we go. And, you know, I, I don't think Ed Davis has frankly demanded minutes. And Tony Bradley was okay, but I'm not sure he's demanded minutes. And I don't think Jeff Green's demanded minutes. And I don't think Emmanuel Moody is. You know, George Niang might have come close to demanding minutes tonight. So let's see if George Niang suddenly gets a chance on it. That's a, that's a really interesting way to look at it. Who's demanding minutes? And you're totally right. Nobody. George, I, I agree with you. George a little bit tonight. He he had a pretty good night, but that's a really interesting way to look at it. Joe Ingles was in double digits three of the five games on this road trip. He struggled uh, at Memphis and he struggled at Toronto, but was pretty good against Milwaukee and was pretty good against Indiana, at least from the, and a willingness to shoot and score the basketball. And those are good signs because the Jazz need that. So three of his five games have been better. He's been in double digits, as I mentioned, in five of those. I'm trying to look back on what he's done the rest of these games so far uh, this season. I mean, I think he'd only been in double digits maybe five times all year before that. So four times. He'd been in double digits four times before that all year. So that's a good sign, too, that you can take away from this road trip. Hopefully Joe's got it going. Did you guys hear about our road trip? I mean, our, our trip from Toronto to Philadelphia? Well, you guys got in at, what, 1.02 a.m.? <laughs> By the time you get to sleep, get in a bed, 3.30, something like that. I went to bed 3.15 last night. Yeah, 3.30, somewhere in there. We sit on the runway a couple of hours. you got to go through customs. It's snowing. I mean, ah, I'm not going to complain about de-icing because the alternative is <laughs> not, not really right. good. <laughs> I'm still scarred by a plane that's in the Potomac River as a child. 
uh, that made me not want to travel for a period of my life. And I didn't like all the shakes last night on the plane. Every oh, time that I was got, rough, wasn't it? Every time I got bounced last night, I was like, they didn't de ice well enough. David, did you escape a plane that sunk in the Potomac River? Yeah. No, don't you? you don't, you're too young. You don't remember that, huh? There's a plane that crashed in Washington, D.C., uh, in the Potomac River, and I, I'll guess it was somewhere between 78 and 82. So I was 8 to 12 years old, and it freaked me out. I didn't know planes could crash. Um, a lot of people survived in that plane crash. Because if I remember correctly, there was a guy that I played in a, in a tournament in Chicago that was on one of the soap operas that come on in during the day that was on that plane, and he survived it. So flight Air Florida Flight 90. In 19th, January of 82, so I was 11 yeah, years old. Like, okay. I mean, like, this is exactly. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, okay, and, that's and enough. I, I'll else. tell you what, Crosstalk, you know, we get into some interesting stuff, but this we've, is this is, we've gone down a, this is a, grim. New, a new rabbit hole. <laughs> so, 3 o'clock, you <laughs> guys made it into the hotel, huh? <laughs> that's enough of that. All right. So, but the hotel was awesome. I'm just <laughs> sharing life experiences. <laughs> well,. I'll tell you what. What time do you guys think you'll be back here in Salt Lake tonight? I don't know. We, we got a nosebleed. We were on the 48th floor in the hotel last night. Wow. That's it, like. That's a good story, too. So our hotel, clouds, man. our hotel, you actually had to take the elevator to the 60th floor. Which is the lobby of the hotel. The hotel was on the 60th floor, and then you had to get to another elevator that to took you down. To down to your floor. <laughs> and the best part was we couldn't hear. We were tired, and we weren't really paying attention. And when we checked in, the person said, you got to take this elevator to the whatever floor. I thought she said sixth. Somebody else thought she said 16th. And then it just kept going and going and going. The ground kept getting farther and farther away. And our ears started popping. All right. Okay. You guys heard enough. We'll be excited for you guys to make it back home. Yeah, we'll and see we'll see you, you Wednesday. We'll see you Wednesday night. Can't imagine why our defensive rotations weren't very good today. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. That's Locke and Boone. Wish them safe travels back. Tough one for the Jazz again tonight. 103-94, to they fall to the Sixers. We're breaking it down next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz fall tonight in Philly to the 76ers, 103-94 Jazz Game Night postgame show. Jake Scott, Ben Anderson, and Ben, this is a, a game where the Jazz really trailed by 20, 18 to 20 for most of it. Uh, gave some, uh, had some life there in the fourth quarter behind uh, some performances from Joe Ingles, George Niang. Uh, tried to climb back into it, but they just dug themselves a little too deep of a hole. Yeah, too deep of a hole. And, and, and again, realistically, much like the third quarter yesterday against the Toronto Raptors, by the time the Jazz had this game, you know, getting closer, Philly had hung it up. The Raptors hung it up in the first, or, you know, in the second half of the last game, and that is part of the reason why the Jazz were able to make a comeback and, and get going. But still, the nice thing is you did learn some valuable uh, lessons, I guess, from from those minutes. And that's again, we talked about it with, with Locke and Boone, is that you know Joe Ingles maybe he has to be your backup point guard because nobody has stepped up to take those minutes and Moutier had some bright spots in the first 15 games of the season and then fell apart and then Exum came back and he was okay at for what the fourth quarter yesterday was 3 of 4 shooting but had three turnovers but was bad again today and just really struggled in the first half and then 
If Joe Ingles needs to be the guy and that's how you get Joe Ingles going, fine. Because you got to get something. You've got to get the point guard, backup point guard position going, and you've got to get Joe Ingles going. And if you can kill two birds with one stone by putting him there, fine. And I don't know if you have to play an eight-man rotation and, and Ingle, or I should say, and Exum and Moutier don't get on the floor. I don't know. But maybe you replace some, uh, you replace those minutes with George Yang, who was good again tonight, and, and you go really big with uh, w- with four guys coming off the bench. Maybe you do that, and, and there is value to, to blowouts and being able to experiment and try things. And the nice thing is, you know about Quinn Snyder, is even if he knows they're not going to win a game, he's not going to stop trying to learn things. He's kind of an addict in that sense of, of wanting to learn as much information as he can. And, and, and clearly the Jazz, you know, used that over the last two games, and I think it helped him. Plus minus, not always the perfect illustration, but George Niang was plus 12 in 12 minutes, three of three from the field, six points and four rebounds. I yep. mean, he was he was uh, good. And you know what, tonight, uh, you, you know, you mentioned that Rudy had his best game since coming back uh, from the ankle last night against Toronto. Well, he was terrific tonight against Philly with 27 points, 12 boards, three blocks, and really outplayed. Badly outplayed. Outplayed Joel Embiid, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit deeper uh, as we get further on in the show. But as we say, uh, they just dug themselves too deep of a hole to get out of uh, in the end. 103 to 94 is your final. We'll get you sound from the locker room from Coach Snyder as well. Coming up right around the corner, it's your Jazz Game Night Post Game Show right here on the Jazz Radio Network. That'll do it. This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus and Murray. And Lexus of Linden. By Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insights, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. Ow! This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.